You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 156. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, my friend. I want to invite you to listen to this micro training on how to focus for lawyers. I did this training about three months ago, and if you've listened to it before, watched it before, definitely listen to it now in this format. You will pick up more. You will retain more once you listen to it. And if you want to see the visuals that I describe in this podcast, you can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 156 and I will link up to the training so that you can download it. You can watch the visuals because I'm a visual learner. I love visuals and I just love doing little drawings for my people. So (laughs) if you want to have that visual to go along with this, I highly recommend you go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 156. This is the work that we do every single day when I am talking to my clients, when we're working through what's going on in their business, what's going on in their lives, and we refocus their brain over and over again on what they want to create and how to make decisions from that place of focus on their future. So if you are building anything, if you are creating anything in your life, this is for you. If you feel overwhelmed and stressed out and anxious about your practice, this is for you. If you want to create anything in your life, this is for you. So enjoy, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye. When we're talking about focus, we can talk about a ton of different things, and I want to keep this really specific. So when you're thinking about focus... If you have something in the Q&A you want to share with me, like what you think focus is and why you want focus, what do you think about? Like what comes up for you? A few things that come up for me are to get more done in less time, right? Like that's the first one that seems to come to most people. Um, To accomplish our goals faster with more ease. So we're not tripping ourselves up, procrastinating and doing all of the things that we know are going to prevent us from creating what we want. Um, Another one that I have is making faster decisions. A lot of times, the reason that things seem to move so slow, we have this thought that things should be moving faster is because we haven't learned to trust ourselves to make decisions and to make them quickly. And when we don't trust ourselves to make them quickly, then we do not create what we want to create. We actually have to make a lot of decisions in order to just, you know, we got to fall on our face, we've got to fail so that we can get up and we can find the way to get to what we want to create because we cannot make anything new without 
totally failing and falling on our faces like a dozen different ways until we find the thing that works. And that takes focus and it takes that commitment to refocus over and over again, even when you're not getting the result that you want to achieve. And the last one, and this is what we're really going to be focusing on a lot today, is rewiring our brain so that we can refocus over and over again. So we can keep doing it. It becomes more easy for us. It becomes more second nature to us than what it is maybe for you right now. And this has changed for me a lot. And you can make progress in a really quick amount of time when you continue to refocus your brain on what we're going to be talking about here today. All right. So this is really what a lot of us don't realize is that we have about 60,000 thoughts every single day. And my video just went all wonky. That's awesome. All right. So let's redo this. Logitech on. Thanks. All right. We have about 60,000 thoughts a day, and most of them are the same thoughts over and over again. And we're going to go through some of those thoughts, but every single thought that we have creates a feeling in our body. And focus is a feeling. But instead of really learning the thoughts that create focus, learning how to create the mindset that we need in order to create that focus, what we end up doing is just going into autopilot mode. And when we're doing our work, when we are trying to achieve a goal, if we're trying to get more clients, if we're trying to grow our practice, if we want to organize our practice, everything that we do really feels like, you like my drawing here? It feels like we're pushing a boulder up a mountain like Sisyphus. Like you're just like continually pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. You never seem to be done. You never seem to get there. And along the way, you feel things like worry, confusion, anxiety, stress. Any of this sound familiar to any of you? Any of this sound like maybe what you live through every day? Like as a lawyer, like that's what we do. And we're actually trained to do this, to work longer hours, to be there when the boss is leaving so that we appear as if we're doing more work than other people, so that we appear as if we are valuable, like we're questioning ourselves and whether or not we are really creating what our boss wants, right? Like that's the entrepreneur mindset. And until we learn to trust ourselves, until we learn to really focus in on what's most important to ourselves, focus in on whether or not our actions are really, truly moving us towards what we want to create, then we're going to keep getting stuck in that autopilot of all the ways that we have been trained since we were little to just work, work, work in order to show our value, in order to prove ourselves, to prove our worth, to prove our intelligence, all of those things. And when we're busy proving ourselves, we're having thoughts that are creating worry, confusion, anxiety, stress, all of the thoughts that are unfocused and are not creating what you want to create. Okay, So keep in mind something that you really want right now. Maybe you really want to grow your practice. Maybe you want to build a business on top of your legal practice. 
Maybe you want to do something entirely different. It could be unrelated to work. It could be a weight loss goal. It could be uh, you want to stop over drinking. You want to do something. You want to you know, run a, um, a marathon. All of those things, every single thing requires sustained focus. And so this is where you're going to start learning how to create focus on demand. Does that sound good to you? Does that sound like something that you want to create for yourself? Yeah? Okay. So this is something that I'm going to kind of block some of this so you're not reading it all. Okay. So this is some of what I am teaching when I am with a client. And that's really how to gauge whether or not your actions are in alignment with what you want to create. Now, let me give you an example of this. Okay. One thing that a lot of business owners come to me with is a desire to add more clients, right? Add more clients to their practice. And one of the things they believe that is necessary is that they do more things. And I have been there too, okay? Do more trainings, do more free you know, free trainings, do more posting on social media, do more of this, that, or the other, and skipping the weekends, right? Like this, you've got to work right through the weekend. Uh, you come home, you're constantly thinking about work, you're thinking about how to achieve your goal. And we think that that is what is supposed to be happening. In fact, our brain thinks it should be happening because it's doing it on autopilot. It's looking for problems to solve. It thinks that doing more is going to solve those problems. Doing more is going to create those clients. What really creates those clients is constraint. We're going to talk about constraint in a minute. It is the focused part of our brain. And when we're unfocused, we have the compass inside of us. Right? You can feel it when you start to practice this. You're, you'll start to feel what this compass is doing. You'll have one part of this compass that's taking you in the wrong direction when you feel things like overwhelm, doubt, confusion, right? all of this, judgment, judgment of yourself, judgment of how other people should be showing up. I see this come up with employees, right? Like lawyers will come to me and they'll have all these judgments about their employees. And we have a conversation about that. And it brings out all of these judgments that they have about themselves. They have worry, anxiety, stress. All of these feelings are taking you off from the true north. And the true north is your focal point, the place where you are in the right direction because you are going towards your goal. I was having a conversation with a client recently and she likes to go camping. And so a really great analogy using a, a camping analogy is, okay, you know, you kind of know where you are, right? You're, you're in the middle of you know, a forest somewhere and you have a map, you know, there's a trail, you, you can follow that trail, but Sometimes the trail gets, you know, cluttered, right? There's tree limbs that have fallen, maybe it's snowed, and your map doesn't perfectly correspond with what you're looking at when you're camping. So, you can go off for a little bit, right? You can go off the trail for a little bit, maybe your compass is off, but you know how to get right back on track so that you can get towards your destination. 
And that's the same thing, the same concept with this compass, this compass analogy. So when you are feeling overwhelm and doubt, worry, anxiety, stress, nothing has gone wrong. Okay. That's, that's the first thing I want you to know here. Nothing has gone wrong. It's so easy for us to judge ourselves and to beat ourselves up when we're not doing what we think we should be doing. Maybe we think we should be working late at night and we, you know, decided to kick back and watch TV, but the whole time we're watching TV, we're stressing out, we're overwhelmed. Our mind is on something else entirely and we're not even enjoying our television. Instead, maybe we're scrolling on our social media and in the whole time, we're just like worried about what's going on. Maybe we're checking our work email. So just recognize it's okay to have these feelings, but this is essential to refocus is knowing that you have these feelings, that you have these in your body. So does anybody not recognize like these feelings in your body? Do you have a difficult time feeling them? Let me know in the Q&A. And the Q&A is... Um, there's private, like no one else can see it. So if you feel self-conscious or anything like that, it's totally anonymous. Um, but I want you to know that if you don't recognize the feelings in your body, that's also normal. There's a phenomenon that is disassociation from our feelings. We might feel like the really big ones, the, the ones that are on this huge spectrum, like it could be anger, it could be frustration, um, overwhelm, stress, happiness, joy, um, you know, those kinds of feelings, very easy for us to feel, but then sometimes it's more difficult if we haven't practiced this, like really settling into understanding how we feel in our body in order to shift our thoughts and understand what we're thinking. But the very first step, I know this is a mindset training. We're going to talk a lot about feelings though. Okay. Because the feeling part in our body is what helps us refocus and recognize that we're having a thought. Okay. So, what kind of thoughts create the feelings of worry, anxiety, stress, all of those? Okay. Thoughts like, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do this. This is impossible. Like all of those thoughts, they just keep coming up. And that's creating overwhelm because you're not creating the focus that you need in order to get out of the overwhelm. Another common thought is I don't have enough time, right? How many times have you thought the thought? I don't have enough time. I'm so busy. And you create this sensation in your body, this feeling in your body of stress. Maybe it's the thought, I should be doing more. And you feel guilt. Right? Maybe you feel some worry in there. Another thought, I should know how to do this by now. Why? Why am I the only one who doesn't know how to do this? I've got news for you. You are not the only one. Okay. I, I was um, on Instagram earlier this week. And I, I wrote something like, I felt like I was a late learner when it came to this mindset stuff. I thought, are there, like, am I missing something? Like, what am I missing? This is what I was missing, this compass part. Okay. That's why I'm talking about this. That is the missing link between creating what you want and where you are right now. Okay. All right. Another thought, I should be better at this. They should be better at this. This is one where a lot of practice owners, when you have employees and you have this thought, they should be better at this. They should show up on time. They should show up early. They should stay late. All of these different shoulds 
it gets in the way of you creating the focus of getting them in the position to create what you want. Because until you get your mind right, you're not going to be able to help anyone. You're not going to be able to position them. You're not going to be able to train them in a way that they need to be trained in order to help you create what you want to create. All right. So let's talk about the true north, okay? The true north here has this new rule, right? I can change. I can do different things. I can do this. The old rule was it is what it is, okay? Let me explain that. How many times have you had the thought, well, I'm a lawyer. I guess I'm just supposed to be busy or I just, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just stressed. I'm just a stressed person. Um, that's what lawyers are. Lawyers are just busy people. Like there's just no way around it. I, I, you know, I guess that's just what I do. That's just who I am. When we give into that kind of thinking, and I have thought that thought too, like it is what it is. Like there's just no way around it. Right. When we let our brain get away with that and not refocus our brain, we're not allowing ourselves the opportunity to change. We are saying that our identity is formed by outside circumstances, that we have absolutely no control over it. I refuse to believe that. And in fact, I know from personal experience, it's just not true. So if I'm a criminal prosecutor full time and I have a coaching practice and I have a podcast and I, you know, manage to do these things in a way that feels good to me, that keeps me on that true north compass in a way that helps me achieve what I want to achieve, my priorities, then you can do it too. Okay. If I'm a late learner and I couldn't find the missing link between, you know, how someone else could manage to do so much in so little time, right? So little time, that's a thought. And achieve what they want to achieve, even when they have all these obstacles, right? Maybe that their obstacle might, might look different to you than it did to them. Everybody has their own obstacles. If I can do it, so can you, okay? It isn't just is what it is. You can change. You can do this. Ha. So this is really what we're looking at here when we're looking at what it means to be busy, have all of the thoughts that are unfocused. Those are all taking us off the true north. And now we're looking at this new rule that you're going to live by. The new rule is constraint. Okay. This is going to take you into your new focus. And what we're doing when we are going to practice what I am going to show you in just a second on the next pages is we're changing some of those 60,000 thoughts that we're having every day because every single one of those thoughts is influencing our behavior. It's influencing our focus. It's influencing whether or not we decide to take the action that is going to help us in the long run. So this is... Um, I talked about this on the podcast this morning. So when you, like for me personally, whenever you make any change, right, you're going to have some discomfort, okay? This is not easy work. It's the same thing like I'm, I'm doing Invisalign right now. I took them out for this, so I don't have a lisp for you, but I'm doing Invisalign right now and it's uncomfortable. 
and it's an uncomfortable process. They like you, you put these trays in it's difficult. It's difficult sometimes to just like take them out. Um, every time you eat or drink something, you have to take them out and you've got to wash them and rinse them and brush your teeth and floss and all of this stuff. And it's multiple times a day I'm doing this. So it's not an easy process, but I know if I keep my eyes on the goal, if I'm staying with my true north for that particular goal, that at the end of using these Invisalign, at the end of all this discomfort, I'm going to have really aligned teeth. So I want you to know that this happens in every single area of our life. It's just a matter of constraining our focus, saying, okay, this is what is important to me, right? You choose that thing. You keep that vision on it. And then every time you take an action, you remind yourself, this is why I'm taking this action. Okay. And instead of letting your brain run the show, you're running your brain. Okay. Because our brain wants to work on autopilot, but we have the ability to take control of it. Okay. So, how do you start this shift? Okay. Grab a pen and paper for this one if you haven't already. The very first thing to do is to just notice what you are feeling. And I don't mean just every once in a while. I mean all the time. It's going to start out that you're only going to notice how you feel in your body every once in a while. And that's okay. That's how I started. Right? You'll, you'll feel, maybe you'll feel tension, right? You won't even have a word for it. You'll just feel tension in your shoulders. You'll notice that your breath is a little shallow. You're not taking deep breaths. Um, maybe you notice a pain in your lower back. Sometimes that's where you know stress shows up. Or um, you just kind of notice like your jaw's really tight, something like that to indicate that you are off your true north because all of those feelings in your body are indicative of something like stress, anxiety, worry. All of those things mean that you are now disconnected from your goal. You are now unfocused. So notice the feeling in your body. That's number one. Name it and then get curious. Get curious means feel it. Doesn't mean we have to push it away and ignore it. We're not looking at it like the you know ugly duckling or anything like that. This feeling is part of the human experience. It is part of what it means to live on this planet. So even though we just know mentally that it means that we're not being focused, it doesn't mean anything about us. So take away the judgment, take away, you know, wanting to beat yourself up for not being focused enough or, you know, not, not really looking at your goal. Like when we beat ourselves up, we won't make progress. In fact, we're just going to make those feelings stronger in our body and it's going to take us off focus. The only way to stay on that true north is to really just be compassionate with yourself. So that's why I get curious. There's no judgment here. It's just like, huh, I'm feeling a feeling in my body. I wonder what it is. Okay. And then you can start looking at, okay, what's causing it? We know it's a thought that's creating the feeling. So see if you can identify the thought. It's not really easy to do this if you're just starting out. Like You've got to really like say, okay, well, what is causing this feeling? And it's easy for us to think that it's an external circumstance, right? I'm feeling stressed out because I don't have a lot of time. No, that's not what's happening. It's your thought about the time that you have. 
right? And this is where it is so easy to just like throw your hands up in the air and be like, what? Come on. Like, surely that guy who cut me off when I was driving to the office, like that guy totally wasted my time. He's totally inconsiderate. Notice when you feel like you're short on time or when you're angry with someone else, because that that anger, like for instance, when we are angry with someone, we almost want them to feel it, right? Like we want them to feel how angry we are because we want them to feel that they should know better, that, you know, all, all the things, right? We want them to feel how we want them to feel. But the only person who feels that emotion is us. We're the ones who feel the anger. We're the ones who feel the frustration. Why? Because we're having a thought in our brain that is creating a feeling in our body. There is no external circumstance that causes it. It's our thought about the external circumstance, right? Okay, so identify the thought. And then notice that it's just a thought. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just a thought. Okay. The reason we know it's a thought is because other people can have different opinions about the exact same thing. Okay. Someone could think that an hour is a perfectly reasonable amount of time for you to research topic over the lunch hour. You know, like a judge can say, hey, research this one hour, do it. I want your answer back up after that hour. And for an, a lawyer who's doing it, they might have thoughts that this is just an impossible and they're like, they're unfocused. They can't, they can't get it done. They come back to the judge and they say, sorry, I just, I couldn't, I just didn't have enough time. Meanwhile, another attorney is saying, okay, well, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll do some research. I'll ask some people to help me out. Okay. They come back, they've got an answer. So two different attorneys with the exact same amount of time approach problem solving differently. And that's just because of the way that they think about an external circumstance. So the next question to ask yourself is, do I want to keep this thought? Is that a thought that is going to help you in your accomplishment of your goal? Is it something that is going to help you long-term? If it's not, do you want to keep it? Right? Probably not. But then there's some emotions that you may want to keep. Okay. Like if someone close to you dies, of course you want to be sad. Of course you want to feel grief. It's not something you just throw away, right? Like, of course you want to feel that. It would be strange not to feel those feelings. But when it's coming about, when it's about our goal, when it's about something we want to create with our life, with our energy, with our time, then it comes down to, Are the thoughts that I'm thinking helping me? Is it helpful when I think there's not enough time? Is it helpful when I think the thought I'm too busy? Is it helpful when I think the thought I'm behind? Like Those are all questions to start asking yourself. Question yourself, question every single thought you have. Is that helpful? And sometimes we can't get from a thought like, I don't have any time to, I have tons of time. Of course, this is going to be super easy, not a problem. We can't get there, right? Because it just doesn't make sense. There's cognitive dissonance there, which means our brain does not believe there's tons of time. It believes there's no time and we can't get in between there, right? Like, it's just like, nope, I just can't believe it. My brain will not compute that there's plenty of time. Like, that's just, our brain can't get there. So ask yourself, what is available to me now? 
And maybe it's something as simple as, okay, I have enough time to do this one thing. Maybe that's all it is. Okay. That is the process of starting to rewire those 60,000 thoughts that are in your brain every day, telling your brain what to do. So here are some additional things I want you to see. If you want to get to this true north, there's some easier thoughts to begin thinking, maybe ones that are more believable to you. It's called a bridge thought. And I actually talked about it in my podcast this morning. So it makes a very good pairing with this particular uh, training that I'm doing. So if you want to get to your true north, there's different feelings that are going to help you get there. Focus is one of them. That's a great feeling. But if you can't feel focus, maybe you can try for one of these. Calm, peaceful, certain or sure. Maybe you just feel neutral or okay. If you feel any of those feelings, those are going to be generated by different thoughts. And some of these are some thoughts that you might want to try on and see how they feel in your body. Do they feel believable? Because until they feel believable, you're not going to be able to think them. You're going to have that cognitive dissonance and your brain's going to like say, nope, doesn't compute, not doing it. Okay. So a thought like, I can figure this out. This is doable. This isn't a problem. I know the one thing that must get done right now. Like that is my favorite one. If you're feeling uncertain, if you're feeling confused, that is a great thought to reach for. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. I think I did it. I think I did a 30 minute training. This is fabulous. Didn't want to get too verbose, but I wanted to make sure that I left a couple minutes for questions. So if you have questions or if you want some clarification on any of the concepts that I talked about, let me know. Now, this is the work that I do with my clients in a day-to-day conversation about what's going on in their life, how they're achieving their goals. And this is just the concept. What I do is I apply it to what's happening in their business, what's happening in you know their day-to-day. Maybe it has to do with their partner. Maybe it has to do with their employee, the emotions that are coming up, the thoughts that are coming up, and we start questioning everything. It's like I really get an opportunity to, to like get into their brain, focus on their brain, and then I help them see what's going on so that they can make the choices that are going to be most in alignment with what they want to achieve. And along the way, we're also creating that clarity so that if they become unfocused because of their thoughts, they can get refocused on what they value the most. So if this interests you, if this is something that you want to apply to your life, like if you're watching this right now and this really resonates with you, sign up for a strategy session with me. That is like the best work. That is how I became more attuned to how I felt and how I was creating focus and how I was destroying my focus in so many ways and how I was expending energy in ways that was unproductive. And a huge part of it was really calibrating my compass and really understanding, okay, these emotions that I'm feeling, like when I refocus on them, over and over and over again, are they helpful? And when they're not helpful, I can pull back. I can get curious about them. I can start understanding what I'm thinking in that moment. I can tell myself, okay, that's just a thought. 
And then I can move into a new thought that serves me, that is creating, that's generating those feelings that are going to be more focused and are going to get me closer to what I want to achieve rather than keep me off track. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope that you got something from that. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. 